0: Welcome to Purifying Truths with A Star. Today, I have the pleasure of presenting to some and introducing to others, Miss Shameek Blair. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. For those of you that don't know, Miss Shameek is an educator. She is a teacher, y'all. She is shaping the future, taking care of our babies, pouring into them. She is a poet and a narrator. Now, Shameek was born in Jamaica, but she moved to Canada with her family when she was about nine years old and now she lives in Toronto. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I just want you all to know that Shamik is also a author and she has the book, Love, Marriage, Divorce and Growth. We'll tell you more about that towards the end of the show. Once again, thank you for joining Purifying Truths. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So please tell us a little bit about you growing up in Jamaica and transitioning to Canada and how that has shaped who you are today.
1: Well, I lived in Jamaica with my family for the first nine years. Um, I come from a pretty big family Um My father's side is from St. Mary. My mother's side is from St. Catherine. And so um, my grandmother had 12 children. So I have lots of aunts and uncles and cousins. And so it was really good growing up in Jamaica. I have such great memories of that, Mm -hmm. um, being surrounded by family and and eating mango and all that good food back Ah. (laughs) then. And um, then we migrated uh, to Canada at the age of nine. Um, because my my family wanted to seek better opportunities for us. Um, my mother became a nurse. um so she was a nurse when she came to toronto and and my father worked um, as an installer. And so um, they were able to provide for us, and um, we were able to grow as a family. Um I have two younger brothers, they're twins. and um, and so, uh, we've all been educated in the Canadian system, and um, I've I've seen the importance of education in my life, and um, that has led me to become an educator in my profession today. So um, that has been a huge role for me, a huge part of my experience as education. Um, my family is also very religious and um i come from a seventh day adventist christian background and and so faith also plays a very big role in my life and and family obviously those are the themes family faith and education
0: and, wow um, yeah Education seems to be your passion. Um, love that, you know, you're taking time out and pouring into our children and you're not doing it. God knows for the money, but that you are teaching them. Tell me, what are some things that you try to zone in on when you're teaching our youth that is not taught in a textbook?
1: One of the big things I try to encourage in um, a young person is um their self-esteem and confidence. Um, We live in a day and age today where a lot of people are suffering with mental illness or, um, and their self-care is being challenged, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with young kids, you know, they're bombarded with technology and and so many images on social media that can uh, affect their self-esteem and their self-care. So um, I try and encourage them to know that they can believe in themselves and they have all the gifts and talents they need to achieve and be
0: successful in whatever they put their mind to. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And indeed they can, you know, in today's society, we are living where, Most of us have to work in order to provide for our children. So, you know, the mother and father are working outside of the home and they're usually tired when they come home. And, you know, so they don't have the time to do everything that they want to do with Mm -hmm. their children or, or as a family. And so for those children that are maybe turning to technology because some of them are latchkey kids or some of them are, you know, quote unquote, hanging out, um, not necessarily getting in the trouble, but just finding information, like you said, that maybe is on social media. Oh, I wish I looked like that. Or, oh, why don't I get this? Um, how do you motivate and cultivate them to transition that thinking into I'm I'm good enough the way that I am. Is it the faith um that you have that you're able to inspire them or is it possibly your family background because you came from such a loving family cuz many of the children I know have the family they're just busy and they love right. them but they're busy trying to provide giving them the necessities.
1: Absolutely. Um and I understand that as an educator absolutely. Um, So yes, part of that is my family background is understanding that some of these kids just they just want a bit of attention and love and care. Mm -hmm. And so um, in my role as an educator, some of the activities I can do is, is perhaps through fundraising activities with the kids. Um, I can teach them some life skills and at the same time spend, you know, give them that, that care and attention that they're looking for. So whether it's us selling and baking cookies or baking pizza and selling pizza, you know, to raise funds, I'm able to teach them some life skills, but I'm also to spend a bit of time with them, um, and show them the attention and care that they're, they're seeking,
0: Love um, and it. also help
1: them to build their confidence using those sort of activities as well.
0: Absolutely love it. So thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for educating our children. I know I can remember my very first teacher in kindergarten, Miss Roberts, and there's numerous teachers throughout my education experience all the way, even through college that I can remember. So you're definitely um, molding the future because I don't remember necessarily what they taught me in the book, but I remember what they taught me outside of the book. So again, thank you for teaching. Thank you. Switching gears a little bit. um, Tell us, you mentioned that seven day adventives and, you know, that you're, you're strong in your faith and passionate about your faith. And so um, as I shared with you in our previous conversation that's not what I think about when I think of Jamaica. So, um, please enlighten those of us that, you know, think about reggae and such understanding that Jamaica, you know, obviously is well-rounded and it's not just that, but please explain to us, um, more about your faith and how it has made you the person that you are today.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So, um, I mean, social media definitely portrays um, Jamaica, um, Bob Marley, Reggae, um, and all of that is, is definitely a huge part of the country and, and the legacy. Um, however, I would say that Jamaica also has a very large spiritual foundation. And so um, there is a percentage of the population, quite a large percentage um, that are Christian and um and Seventh-day Adventists by that. And so um, I grew up with that sort of um, faith, which is really important to me. Um, so I am a bit conservative because of that. Um, but at the same time, it's that faith that has been able to carry me through really tough situations and help me to grow um, within myself. And, um, and I wouldn't, you know, change anything. I'm, I'm very grateful that my family has instilled that in me Um, the belief in Jesus Christ. And um, I'm able to share that love and share that belief and encouragement with others. So I'm very grateful for that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Faith is definitely um, a foundation for those of us that believe that for everything that we do. Mm -hmm. Um, Using that, let's just go ahead and transition into um, your book. Obviously, you're talking about love, marriage, divorce, and such. So please tell us about your book, a little bit about each section, if you will, please. Now, not everything, because y'all need to go out and buy the book.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So overall, this is a a poem anthology. It's a collection of poetry I've written that is inspired by my personal experiences and life transitions through these four phases, love, marriage, divorce, and growth. And so um, in reflection, um, I wanted to share the lessons that I I gained from each phase with others who may be going through these phases in their own lives. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to encourage them and inspire them through poetry. And so in the love section, it's the classic love poems, Um, And those feelings of, you know, first love and the butterflies. So I've written some poems to convey that because I experienced that as well. And, um, And then it leads into the marriage section, which talks about the deep commitment between two persons as they enter into marriage. And what the hopes of a marriage, a successful marriage should look like and be. Um, And then the poetry goes into the divorce section. Um, And those poems, for me, were very challenging because, again, this is a very personal experience. And so um, I wouldn't say it was this this section is completely sad. um, But the the challenges that I faced during a divorce certainly come through. And uh, I know those poems will speak to someone as well if they're going through that. Mm -hmm. And then last is a section on growth, because in everything we grow. And in this section, um, I talk about um, my faith. I talk about, you know, the positive lessons learned. And I talk about the importance of growing out of pain. And so those are what those poems focus on in that section.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing about your book. Let's touch a little bit on the divorce part because we spoke about faith and yes. then now we're speaking about divorce. And in many religions, you know, those two don't go together. You're supposed to stick it out until death do you part. Yes. Explain to me your take on that, please.
1: Um, I personally feel that... Um, Every decision, when it comes to a relationship, is personal. So, um, yes, faith plays a huge role. Many religions do say divorce is not a good thing; they look down on it. But I think that relationship between the person and you know, and their 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 creator is something that's personal. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in my experience, unfortunately, you know, the happy marriage did not. Um, stay happy. and I don't believe that, especially with faith, our faith is to, you know, have us in a positive place. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a situation that is not leaving you spiritually, mentally, and physically and emotionally um, at peace and at happiness, then I think that's where a difficult and tough decision has to be made to maintain your your well-being. and um And so I've had to reconcile the two, my faith and the fact that my marriage did not work out and I'm, I'm in a much happier place. I'm at peace and content with the decision I've made and, uh, uh, only God can judge me. They say,
0: (laughs) that's it. That's it. Love it. And, um, love how, you know, you broke it down. It, it is a personal decision. And so, um, even I have been divorced, um, And I think I get my strength when you were saying how um, that we're supposed to be happy. And I'm not a Bible thumper, but I know there is a scripture that says that we're to live a more abundant life. Right. He came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Abundantly. And, you know, misery and depression and control, not saying that you went through those things, but just some things that could possibly cause um, divorce. That's not abundance. So, I love the way that you spoke on it and you were bold enough to share lessons that you've learned from each section of life. So, then we transition into growth. And I love it. I love it because, you know, we're not to be stagnant, we're not to be victims. We are to grow. And I love how you didn't get stuck in one area. You know, many times we will help others, but we're still stuck in the same place that we were. 10 20 years ago but you keep moving and evolving and i just love that about you explain a little bit about the growth section
1: yes i mean after a divorce i was in a place of just darkness and um, deep depression loneliness self-doubt you know these are some of the emotions that erupted um, during that challenging time of separation and um I had to learn to grow from that. Um, There was certainly a point where I felt like I didn't want to continue living.
0: Mm.
1: And, you know, mental well-being is very important. And I had to kind of dig deep and and realize I had a lot to live for. You know, I have a life that's been given to me. And I want to make a difference with the life I've been given. And I do want to be happy. And so I had to grow from... The challenges of going through that, and I had to count my blessings. Um, I had friends and families that um, they surrounded me with love and support, mm. which was really helpful. And um, I, I found a renewed passion in my creativity, in writing poetry. As I said, poetry just really helped me a lot to um, express my emotions. And um, and so. As you say, you know, we are not meant to be stagnant. If we were stagnant, we will die. And I had to grow from that situation. And today I'm in a much happier and more peaceful place. And I found love again. So I'm very blessed. Aww, very yes. Happy.
0: Yes. And I think it's phenomenal the way that you tied in that you had a support system. Many times we feel alone and that's kind of in our heads, Mm -hmm. you know, but we have people that are around us, whether it's family or friends or, you know, members of a church or an organization that we're part of that are willing to support. But we have to make ourselves available to receive the support. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that helps us um get ourselves out of that place. Sometimes, you know, we have to kind of humble ourselves and, and ask for help. And it's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's okay. Now you are definitely making a difference, Shamik. You are making a difference, honey. You have so many talents. I mean the, we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. We didn't even mention that you sing. You know, (laughs) you know, we didn't even get there. Uh, We I just want the audience to know that she is um, not just an author, not just a teacher, but she does sing as well. Um, I'll let you share on that if you so desire in just a moment. But with singing, it brings to my mind inspiration. Mm -hmm. So please tell me, where does your inspiration come from to do all of the things that you do? How do you um, how are you inspired to use your talents?
1: I think I have a deep desire to leave a legacy of, of courage for others. Mm. And so um, for me, it's about inspiring others to follow their dreams just as courageously as I'm trying to do for myself. And um, I love to explore my creativity in different ways, whether it's writing a poem or singing. I grew up in the church where, you know, you, you sang in a choir or a praise team. And mm-hmm. and so I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to coming from, you know, a musical background as well. And I, I love singing. I haven't done it professionally, but I do, you know, use my voice in that way as well. And um, I'm able to teach uh, the basic music skills to, to students as well. So the legacy of courage just to encourage another person, you know, if if they have a dream or a passion to pursue it, you know, we only get one life to live. So um, be happy and explore your creativity.
0: Powerful, powerful. The legacy of courage. Love it. Definitely you are leaving a legacy of courage. Um, so what advice do you have for those that are, um, maybe in one of the stages of your book, maybe um, just starting out, i um, falling in love or maybe just going through a divorce or anywhere in between. What advice would you have for someone in those stages?
1: Well, I think if you're going through love, that's wonderful. You know, everyone loves love. Um, but I think one of the key lessons I would leave is to take care of the, the love that you have, you know, invest the quality time in your partner, in mm-hmm. your relationship. Um, it's so easy for us to get so caught up with, you know, worldly things, our jobs, our careers, work, um, family, we probably got two, three kids running around the house. Yes. Um, so I would definitely say invest some quality time into the relationship um just like a plant we've got to we've got to water it you know um provide the nutrients it needs to grow and and that's the same thing you have to do with any relationship mm-hmm. um, so that would be my advice to to the, any of the listeners if you're going through love marriage divorce or growth whatever stage you're in um invest some quality time into the relationship for the success of both your partner and yourself yeah
0: Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. We all have to slow down and just reflect and make sure that we are dotting our I's and crossing our T's and putting in that quality time, even if that quality time is just with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Um, During the growth stage. Love that um, you brought attention to that. So who are the most influential people in your life?
1: That would be my parents. Um, They've had the most influence on me. Um, Mm -hmm. They've instilled in me the lessons of, you know, the value of hard work. Um, It does pay off the importance of an education um, because without it, I wouldn't be where I am today and I wouldn't have the the life, quality of life that I I do today. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, um, they've instilled in me the importance of faith, you know, in those times when i'm I'm lonely or depressed or I'm getting down, mm-hmm. um, being able to turn to my to my higher power, the source of my 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 power is important. And so um, my parents, they've been married for so long <laughs> for you know twenty plus years. My parents have been married, and they've raised uh, three. Beautiful kids. I've seen how they raised my younger brothers and myself. And then I see the relationship with, you know, my older sisters as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so, and then I see their commitment to each other, you know. They're at the stage now where they're both retired. And um, it's like they're falling in love all over again. It's so wonderful to witness and see. Their kids are all grown up and so um that inspires me and um that makes me want to to emulate you know to to have that sort of relationship and and that sort of um commitment as well mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my parents are my biggest inspiration
0: that is beautiful beautiful um, you've given us so many nuggets oh, since we've been on the air, you know, letting us know about the legacy of courage that you're leaving, um, investing quality time in our relationships, telling us about the four stages of love, marriage, divorce and growth, um, not to become stagnant. You've given us so many nuggets. If you could just pick one thing that you would like to impart into others that are reading or that will read your book um, or your books to come, what would that be? What would you like others to gain from your work?
1: Ultimately, I just want everyone to be inspired. Mm. Um, Don't be afraid to explore your creative space. Um, Yes. And that's it. Because all of this has been a journey for me. It's new to me as well. Writing poetry and sharing that poetry. Um, It's my first book, and so, um, and it's very personal, right? Mm -hmm. It's born out of a personal experience. And so, just that courage. I had the courage to dig deep and share it with the world. And I want to tell someone else don't be afraid to do that as well. Don't be afraid to explore your creative space. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And the transparency that you have in the book, you know, that you actually wrote it about yourself and the journeys that you had been through um definitely makes it a musket it's not something that you thought of or that you dreamed up you actually lived it and these are lessons that you learn and we learn by helping each other you know i believe there's something that says iron sharpens iron yes. so definitely um grateful for your transparency and the way that you wrote your book thank you so mm-hmm. Yes, you're welcome. Now, to inspire everyone to explore their creativity, excuse me, um, what can we expect next from you? Like, are you working on something else? Maybe another book?
1: (laughs) I am working on another book. Um, Books, I should say. I've got um, another poetry storytelling book coming out um, within the year. And then I'm also working on my first romance novel. So that's mm-hmm. in the works. And um, I'm also doing an audiobook for Love, Marriage, Divorce, and Growth, because I know there are some people who enjoy um, listening to books being read. Yeah so That's also going to be coming out soon. So um, yeah, just uh, please follow me on social media just to stay up to date with me. Um, I'm on Instagram at Blair Shemeek. Um, my website is sblairwritings.com, and uh, you can check out some of the things that I'm, I'm getting up to.
0: Fabulous, fabulous. I was going to ask, how can the audience connect with you? I understand you just told us that, but if you could spell Shamik for us, because I don't want anybody to miss what's Absolutely. coming next.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so Shamik, S-H-E-M-I-Q. U-E.
0: And there you have it. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. Is there anybody that you would like to give a shout out to, a thank you, um, while you're on Purifying Truths?
1: Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Sharon and Miguel, Um, my parents. Shout out to my cousin, Keisha. (laughs) Shout out to my, my family, my entire family, my brothers, Amari, Shamari, just everybody. Shout out to
0: the love of my life, Nathan. I thank you so much for taking the time to um, join us here this morning on Purifying Truths. It has been a true pleasure. All the nuggets and the gems that you've left with us, certainly you are a inspiration.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for tuning in to Purifying Truths with A Star. Tune in every Saturday at 9 a.m. for exciting new guests who illuminate the world in the various facets of life. Connect with A Star. Facebook and Instagram at Facets of A Star. Website, www.facetsofastar.com dot com.